another episode of By the Fire podcast where I, Ken, your host, take you through mythical tales and creatures from across the black diaspora. Oh my goodness, it's been so long since I've been here. Um, long story short, my equipment wasn't with me for the past five, four months. So I've just been doing things elsewhere. I've been on social media. If you don't follow By the Fire underscore pod by now on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok, then go ahead and do that because I have been active just not on the podcast platform but I'm back and gosh I miss doing this so much I'm literally looking at myself recording and I really hope you enjoyed this episode I chose to make this the first episode because I asked my followers on Twitter and Instagram if there were any you know folklore or mythology they wanted to hear about and someone commented that they wanted to hear about African ghost stories So I was like, huh, yeah, I haven't talked about ghosts. I've talked about spirits, but I haven't talked about ghosts because sometimes the two terms intertwine, but not always. So yes, shout out to that person who gave me that idea. And here is the episode. The first kind of ghosts I'll be talking about are the ghosts in the United States of America. These ghosts are forms of flying spirits that held a significant position in impacting the daily lives of Southern plantation life particularly in the southern states of the country. These ghosts weren't actually considered dangerous, they were just cunning and sly tricksters who played tricks on humans. Ghosts on the plantation were thought to break down generational barriers as it allowed the living and the dead to continue interacting. Things such as giving aid and advice, rectifying wrongs, taking revenge, protecting kin, completing unfinished tasks and comforting the sick and lonely were common occurrences. Tactics used to keep safe from malicious ghosts include burying a corpse face down to prevent its return from the grave, placing a broom at the front door to keep ghosts from entering, and scattering mustard seeds on the floor of a room to confine the ghosts. Frederick Douglass, who was the national leader of the abolitionist movement in Massachusetts and New York after escaping slavery in Maryland, would often spend the Sabbath staring at Chesapeake Bay, looking onto the sailboats who glided by, and he said, Those beautiful vessels, robed in white and so delightful to the eyes of free men, were to me so many shrouded ghosts to terrify and torment me with thoughts of my wretched condition. So ghosts in America have actually always featured in literature, including a book written by Toni Morrison, rest in peace, called Beloved, which is about the story of a family of former slaves whose home in Cincinnati is haunted by a malevolent spirit. This book has then been made into a film with Oprah Winfrey and Tandere Newton. So I need to read that book and I definitely need to check out that film as well. Another folk story called Murder Swamps is about a river basin where someone was viciously murdered and it is then visited at night by beings of unearthly make whose groans and death struggles were heard in the darkest recesses of the woods and anyone who went there never came back. So it is quite interesting hearing and researching about ghosts in the United States, the storytelling of ghosts, um, again, as I mentioned before, allowed generational barriers to be broken down, which allowed families to continue to communicate with their past ancestors. And I think that sense of home and family through supernatural beings, maybe that was like really useful for those who were still alive in such dire situations, which is slavery in America. Duppies are restless spirits of the dead that are believed to haunt the living. Though there are good and bad spirits, the duppy is seen as malevolent because the good spirits cannot be seen. In Obeya, which is witchcraft, a person is believed to possess two souls, a good soul and an earthly soul, where in death 
the good soul goes to heaven to be judged by God, while the earthly spirit remains for three days in the coffin with its body, where it may escape if proper precautions are not taken and therefore appear as a dumpy. The good spirit is sometimes referred to as ancestral spirits who are believed to be dead family members who still take an interest in the life of family members. Contrary to the good spirit, the dumpy is seen as unnamed, unhappy and a restless dead human who is capable of doing harm. Originating in Central Africa, the dumpy is part of Bantu folklore and a dumpy can be either a manifestation in human or animal form of the soul of a dead person or a malevolent supernatural being. The word dupi more likely originated from the Ga language as most of African folklore and culture in Jamaica actually comes from the Ashanti people from Ghana. In the Ga language of Ghana, adope literally means dwarf but in Ghanaian folklore spirits are dwarves so it makes sense of the translation. Dupis are said to live at the roots of cotton trees and bamboo thickets from where they emerge in the nights or at midday. The dupi can linger around or be summoned by an obeo man or woman from the graveyard to do harm in exchange for payment of food or drink, especially rum. It's actually supposed that certain precautions must be taken to ward off or to avoid trouble with a duppy. When throwing out water at night, care must be taken to warn the duppies before throwing out the water. Stones must not be thrown at noon or nights, and one should never sit at the threshold of a door as a duppy will walk over and injure you. Methods of getting rid of duppies range from cursing or calling Jesus Christ to nailing a horseshoe to the house. According to legend, one can tell if a duppy is around if certain signs are observed, such as if a dog whines or howls at night, a spiderweb across the face, especially at night, if a stick breaks at night, you must say good family, it is me, that will ward the duppy off and it will not harm you. Finally, smelling food at night and there is no food in that area. Finally, I'm going to be talking about an Akudaya, which is a supernatural entity who journeys to a new place to start life again after being confirmed dead in a previous place. Usually, the person would have had an untimely death, or if the death was by natural causes in old age, then the person was not able to be buried for whatever reason. An Akudaya is known among the Yoruba people of Nigeria, and the term means die and reappear, i.e. reincarnation. They roam the earth until they settle in a place far from where they lived when they were alive. They even appear to lead seemingly normal lives, never revealing themselves to anyone in their past lives except through dreams. They also don't go near people who smoke or use tobacco and they don't look into mirrors. The existence of them is normally terminated when someone who knew them in their former life discovers them. When they're recognised, they relocate but leave traces of lives they led behind, such as family members. Some say Akudayas used to congregate in a market in Ile Ife at night, but this stopped as trees in the area were felled due to modernisation. Another recollection of an Akudaya is a woman who would go around to home saying that she is the wife of their son. However, when the man, who was the son she was talking about, was brought out to confirm the statement, she would disappear. There's actually a documentary on YouTube by Atayese African TV named Akudaya Living Dead Slash Living Wraith. And in the document, they know that in Hollywood films, it's seen that there is a particular place where one could see or meet with an Akudaya. However, according to some people in the documentary, this is far from the truth. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I had a really great time researching about it. I know that the suggestion was ghosts in Africa, but I thought, well, let me just branch out because I am talking about 
the whole black diaspora so it was really great to research about um ghost law in the united states pertaining to african-americans and yeah ghosts in caribbean culture as well so i really hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope to see you in the next few weeks of course be sure to rate and comment on apple podcast and follow on spotify and you can also listen on soundcloud too use the hashtag btfpod so we can continue the conversation online and i look forward to you joining me for the next episode in two weeks where i'll be talking about more mythology and folklore from across the black diaspora I've mentioned before but make sure you follow on balafire underscore pod on instagram twitter and tiktok and i'm also present on facebook where i regularly upload proverbs from african caribbean and countries in the americas if you have a creature of folklore you'd like to hear or would like to be a guest on the show feel free to email by the fire at by the fire.mail at gmail.com i'm so excited to be back and i'm so excited to give you more things that i've researched There's a whole bunch and I can't wait for you to join me by the fire. Bye.